The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. What's up, hot queens? Did you bring the baby gherkins? <laughs> this is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. Astronomical. I hate to see it. Wait! Are you drunk? <laughs> I am so drunk right now. Welcome to Bad Author Book Club, where we're not like other authors, we're worse. I'm Ryan LaSala. And I'm Clarabel A. Ortega, and we're two authors reading the most bizarre fiction we can find. Before we get started, just want to let you know, it would be great if you followed us on all our socials. We're at Bad Author Pod on Twitter. On Instagram, we're at Bad Author Book Club. And our website is badauthorbookclub.wordpress.com. You can also find us on anchor.fm slash badauthorbookclub. Woo! What are you doing? Oh, it's my baton. Oh. <laughs> I'm just twirling a baton. Like, it's like you don't even know me. It's like you see me with a baton and you ask me what I'm doing. How much gear can you possibly get? I'm twirling twirl a baton because a baton. Sailor Moon twirls a baton. <laughs> And now I keep a baton near me because if I'm on the phone, like, I don't want to go, like, scrolling or something like that if I'm on, like, a meeting. So instead, any sort of meeting that I'm in, if it's, like, a phone call, which it often is, I will twirl a baton. So it's, like, your giant fidget spinner. It's a giant fidget spinner. And I drop it and people are like, what was that? I just heard a huge crash. And I'm like, it definitely wasn't me throwing a baton. Now everyone's going to know. Your secrets are exposed. No, guys. Seriously, (laughs) don't tell. Okay, all right. Today's episode is Chapter 40 of Modeland by Tyra Banks, The Seven Tournament. (laughs) Bum, bum, bum. Just want to remind all our listeners, seven is spelled with the number seven in front of the word seven. There are no letters missing. It just says number seven and then word seven. I say this every time. You haven't gotten to talk about this in a minute, but there was a time during the ABC where you couldn't go an episode. It's just so stupid. I would love to be like, hey guys, like the climax we've all been waiting for, but the fact of the matter is... We had zero warning that this was going to be happening. Like, I didn't know this tournament was taking place until, like, a moment ago. So Blindsided. Surprise climax. Truly surprised. Not only do we get the seven tournament, but this chapter begins with our old friend, the Greek chorus. Which is so strange because this hasn't been used in the book in, like, 30 chapters, at least. At least. Tyra 
she she held it out to a good moment though. like if yeah. you're gonna just use this willy-nilly now's the time to use it right <laughs> yeah. right it's like the fun specialty pokemon that like you can only use for certain things and like here it here it comes which is funny because like there were other opportunities right like we have plenty of pov jumps when we're suddenly like with creamy and the diabolical divide we're like a on like the course right. could have been you, but just but, like literally any time because we always need an explanation. She keeps us on our toes. <laughs> so we, okay, so the chorus begins. Oh my poor dear darlings, darlings spelled with D A H L I N G. You thought it was over, didn't you? And I was like, Yeah, kinda. I hoped it was. Yeah, I like it. I had a child's wish in my heart, but <laughs> no, it's not. And the the last thing that happened, as a reminder, is that the Unicas and uh, CL get back into the lesbian pouch and go back to model and to, like, live happily ever after and go tell, you know, go go see the the tournament, which we know is going to be some sort of disaster. Yeah, it's it's so frustrating that, like, it's painted as, like, this happy moment of like returning to model land they've been gone 15 minutes <laughs> yes and also it wasn't happy so at was all like, yeah like the flying off into the sunset to like to right. hell well our our discord people on our discord which if you haven't joined our discord the link is in uh, the show notes please join it's so fun so very, funny. very cozy and like all good people yes the people in the discord pointed out like very intelligently that this book continuously lies to us yes. they're like someone was like so frustrated because they we're like of course it doesn't make sense they're lying to us like tyra has been lying to us the entire time right and it's like we see model land being awful we see everything on the page and then we're told that it's this wonderful place but it's not because all evidence is to the contrary i could write a thesis i could get my fucking doctorates base and argue yeah. the fact that Model Land is actually not a good place. Actually, I want to defend okay. my thesis at Oxford. Tyra Banks is Model Land. Tyra so. has probably tried to do that. I, in I suspenders. And, yeah. You took the words out of my mouth. I was also going to mention the suspenders. Oh god, you're 100% right. So, okay, so the chorus is like, how dare you assume that this tale is coming to an end? Like, no one did that. No one assumed that, but, like, whatever. Uh, and then the, they... The... Okay, so the the language of the Greek chorus has gotten, like, much more unhinged. There's a bunch about CL in this. Like, the chorus is like, oh, did you think she was that crazy? Well, she's not. You think that she fell out of her mother's birth canal crazy? She didn't. She's got her own story. And then there's this line, but it's nowhere near as juicy as this one. As in, like, you know, bringing us back to mm-hmm. Model End by Tyra Banks, which is so funny because this is the driest book, despite being, like, coded in what I think Tyra thinks. Like, Tyra really thinks she, like pulled it off yeah th- literally the the one of the lines is it was quite the shocker that cl was not a murderous sociopath wasn't it darling like that's literally you didn't see that coming did you <laughs> yes. it's like we we weren't sure what cl was to be honest the entire time it was not clear to us right like this whole thing is like tyra being like i fucking got you and yeah she really thinks she did anyhow we we go back to the focus is turned back to the seven tournament where the Intoxabellas, no, the Bellas will compete to become Intoxabellas. There's only seven of them. And this line always gets me 
but the Chosen Seven will join the ranks of the only famous people in Metopia. That line, the only famous people, makes, like, it doesn't sound good to my, like, writer ear. And I think it's because that means, like, set, like, every year we get seven additional famous people. Like, what about the mayor? We know, like, Mayor Devin Rump's name. Like, he's kind of famous, but... Right. Does she but mean like, most famous? I think this is Tyra's way of saying actor actors are not famous. Like, yes. don't, don't mistake this for anything than what it is. It's another dig at actors. <laughs> yeah. Somebody fucking fucked with Tyra one day and she was like, I'm going to show you in my best selling YA young adult novel. <laughs> YA young adult novel. Why, I said it twice. I'm sorry. And she gets back at a lot of people here. Did you catch the line about the people with bad breath in this? Yeah. So basically it goes from like, wasn't I so clever to like, let's get back to like the point of everything. And, and then tells us like the, the new sevens are going to be chosen. And then it goes to, uh, there's jealous bitches everywhere. Their breath is not good. Like, Why is it that bitter bitches always have the worst halitosis? Which is in parentheses and then out of parentheses, but let's not dwell on their mouthy stench. Which is so funny to me because just grammatically, like, you can't... Yeah. Like, like you were... I don't know. It doesn't matter. But, like, you're right. Like, we're we are hopping all over the place. Tyra's just making digs at everybody. And I, I think it's important for us to, like, let people know that that's what it's like when we're reading this because it might sound nonsensical coming from us like that that we're just jumping all over the place but that really is what the book sounds like it's not us skipping stuff really and like we're trying to include the most important things but honestly it's just really confusing (laughs) it's so confusing and occasionally there will be little like tidbits little nuggets of like data thrown in so for instance we mostly get like a lot of ranting here but we are told the seven tournament is invite only oh my god (laughs) this is important um and that the exact number of people that are invited are 43,347 to be exact whatever and the the people that have to go basically it's any living intoxabella so like a previous seven like they all have to attend and then there's a bunch of other, like, invitees that are just, like, notable people of the world, I think. And the students and the faculty. And we find this out later. They don't tell us right now. But there are civilians. We'll... we'll... Is that in this chapter or is it in the next one? I don't, I don't know. But you're right. There, So there are, are civilians. And then the eye of the chorus zooms in on the backstage. And I'm just going to read this passage. Because this yeah. will actually give you a really good idea of, like, how all of this reads. Mm-hmm. Backstage, powers are tested and finessed. A multiplicity mess-up where a girl spat into two fountains instead of splitting into two of herself. Here. A chameleon slip-up when an anxious girl accidentally transformed into an actual chameleon there. And centuras are knotted and re-knotted for good luck. So that sentence has a M-dash aside in it. So there's a nested compound sentence basically thrown in. And the whole thing is like this. Like, the whole book is like... Well, the whole, not the whole book, but a lot of the book is like these really, like, nested sentences where Tyra's, like, making jokes to the side. And it would sound good if Tyra was saying it out loud, but reading it, it's really difficult to parse, at least for me. Yeah, it's like reading the Bible. Like, it's so hard to <laughs> make like any sense of it. So, I just wanted to point out, like, this happens so often 
the human the humor in this book is very much like when you are checking out at like CVS and the it's not working and you tell the cashier I guess it's free huh like jokes <laughs> yeah. that like everybody says and like the people receiving the joke like roll their eyes like oh my fucking god this has never been funny and like when she says how many people are invited it, first of all she says to be exact which is super overused but who's counting same thing same thing and that's like that is like the foundation of this book like those yeah. kinds of phrases if you took them out this book would be 300 pages shorter and i am not exaggerating i'm not exaggerating and if we actually could hear tara banks laughing in the background this book would be 600 pages longer because i you just know <laughs> that after she typed each of these she's went yeah 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 like it's very like ain't i a stinker uh, like <laughs> Could you imagine the friends that had to, like, endure phone calls from her? Like, you want to hear what I just wrote and, like, had to hear her, like, perform this? Like, I would give anything to be one of those friends. And you know that people, like, pariahs who, like, I know that it wasn't any actual friends of Tyra's. Like, I know it was all people that, like, were, like, sucking up to her because they wanted to be famous. And then she put them through this. She was like, I'm really going to, like, test how badly you want to be my friend. Like... I'm going to read you modeling and you're going to have to tell me it's like fucking amazing. Like I'm guaranteeing that a lot of people that just like wanted a break in the industry had to endure hour long phone calls. hundred percent. Shit like this. This is why she should have been friends with Naomi Campbell. As much as she might hate a bitch, Naomi would never have let her go out there looking <laughs> like this. <laughs> Where's Naomi Campbell's best-selling young adult novel? She doesn't need one. She's fucking Naomi Campbell. Like, she doesn't need America's Next Top Model. She doesn't need anything. Like, she's just a legend, and she hasn't sullied her um, her icon status. Her icon status. Oh, speaking of sullying, there is one line here that I just wanted to highlight as especially bad. It goes, and while the day of discovery selection has a fixed predetermination, like college basketball final scores, the seven tournament is... <laughs> And the rest of it doesn't matter, but like, like, no one's safe. Not even college basketball players. Now there's college basketball in this world. Suddenly. There's college in Vitopia, and there's basketball in Vitopia. See, this is the problem with like shitty world building. Yeah. Like, we haven't established any sort of sports except for like car racing. I think in like that <laughs> one Indy Five Thousand town or whatever. Yeah, in the, in the, in the town called Five Hundred. Yeah, and D500, sorry to all my racing fans out there who are listening to this. So whatever, they say a whole lot of nothing. Basically, the only yeah, thing of substance know. we find out is that the sevens are about to be chosen, right? Yeah. And then the last line of this Greek chorus is, for Tookie de la Creme, oh wait, so it basically says that if you don't get chosen, yes. then you return to society, no powers, no fame, no nothing, and then it says a lucky few B minuses will be selected to become scouts, um, like CL and her lesbian pouch. <laughs> but everyone else gets sent through Ganero's famed home doors. Ta ta. And then it says for Tookie de la Creme, such options don't apply. Our favorite not so forget it no see is just <laughs> reaching the tallest peak of Modeland and landing outside the gates, thrill gates, thrilled to be back on the land. The land. Yeah. Capitalize, yes. safe, sound, happy, but maybe not for long. What do you think that means? Like, does it mean that if Tookie were to lose, she can't actually go home? I think that's what that means. I don't know. I have no idea. Is she competing? 
I mean, is she? She's not an upperclassman. Like she. She's can't, not. But remember, I asked you, who do you think these? Because how many girls is it? It's seven, seven girls are are competing, right? We have seven main girls that we've been following this whole time. Right. Let's list them out. So we've it's got Tookie. Yeah. Dylan. Piper. Dylan. Yeah. yeah. Shiraz. Yeah. Chased. Um, Zarpeza. And then Kamalina. Oh, Kamalini. Or Kamalini, whatever her name is. But yeah, but all of them are freshmen. Like they can't. Right. But does, do rules matter in this book enough that that won't somehow be thrown out? No, Tookie won Manicant by a landslide a moment ago. And I know that she's going to be scouted in the middle of the seven tournament. And she's going to become, she's going to like manifest amazing power. Because the smize, she's going to open a Dasani bottle of water and a smize is going to pop out and like suction to her face and everyone's going to be like, that's our new right. We, d- we didn't even get a, we didn't even get an explanation of why her and Zarpeza and Chase were the mana can- contestants. Yeah, that's true. We have no idea why they were selected for that. The, uh, it just frustrates me because like the book is called Model Land, yet Model Land makes zero sense in like an administrative way, which is annoying to think about as a writer. I'm sure people writing about like magic don't necessarily want to think about like the logistics of an organization, but yeah. the end result is that we as a reader can't feel any amount of like peril or stress or tension because there's not, nothing is secure. Nothing feels secure whatsoever. It's all wibbly wobbly. Like I feel like I'm in like a kelp forest in the ocean. Everything is just like swooning around Tookie and yeah. like, parting as needed to introduce her to things. And it's like, I just, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with her in the tournament, but you sort of can already kind of tell where things are going. Yeah. I think. So they land in model land <laughs> Despite there being 43, 347,000 people, there's no one around up. There's no guards outside. Like, we've just had an influx of tons of people come in. There's no guards. They're able to just, like, walk right in. They walk past the mosaic tile face admission center, if you remember that. That's mentioned again. And they go inside, and CL's like, oh my god, like, we've got to get you to the arena right away. But, but then she pauses and goes, oh, but my feet are killing me and Shiraz is like please CL no say killing word K and then they burst onto Beautification Boulevard which if you'll remember Beautification Boulevard is like the main like road and this didn't make any sense because CL keeps on being like we've got to get going like they're about to begin but it is mass chaos outside of the stadium yeah like there are girls running all over the place like getting dressed like the the outside of the arena has become a changing room which doesn't make any sense. But everyone's like running around trying to like get ready. And CL's like, we've got to go inside or else we're going to be locked out. But all the people competing are currently outside, like having conversations. The whole, right. all of this, like the literally all of page 475, I really had a tough time envisioning. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it sounded sort of like T-Dod all over again, where it's yeah. just like a, a an, inclo- like an outdoor space where everyone's just running aimlessly. Yeah. Like it literally says there's, girls running circles around them yes, yes uh devin rump is there which is amazing well and that's um, how we learn that like civilians get to come like yeah like entourages of civilians who have like won tickets and like raffles and shit are also invited into the seven tournament yeah they're called they like she describes them as slack jawed which i feel like is a little bit 
I don't know. It felt not nice. Like, they're just standing there. Like, I know it's not an insult, but it just felt like one I to me. I think the insinuation is that, like, it's a tourism type thing. Like, yeah. Like, pay a lot of money to go mm-hmm. and attend. Like, this is, like, the, the greatest show on Earth, basically. Yeah. So, um, so they're staring. People, t- like, try to take photos. I like this part where... Oh, my God. That was so funny. Yeah. yeah. Someone tries to take a photo and... What do they say? Like, a mannequin slaps away the camera and goes, Mental memories only. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say next time somebody takes their cell phone out at a concert. <laughs> yeah. Mental memories only. Yes. Live in the moment. Put your phone down. Mind you, I, I just want to also paint a picture for our listeners that this entire time, Tookie is still in her disgusting underwear yeah. that she fought in during Mannequin. And all of these girls fell into like a goop um, in the Diabolical Divide. And yeah. everyone else is like all spruced up and nobody's noticing that they look like they've been to hell and back right these girls literally were just in a car crash about six minutes ago and they're just like wandering around yeah the line where okay so so sales like we gotta go and then (laughs) this drives me crazy this feels like a late addition to the book in general but tookie couldn't help but pause for a moment and stares up at the majestic buildings. So, like, the, why did Model Ant she turn loves architecture like, now. fucking the fountainhead by Ayn Rand? Like, everyone can't get over architecture. She looks up. And it was the best feeling in the world to be back. It was better than the feeling of having cold whipped cream poured down your throat. I imagine Tyra has an entire fridge of only whipped cream in her house. We need to confirm this information, but I feel like it has to be true. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound good to me, but if it's her, if it's her heaven, like, I'm not here to yuck her yum literally, but what a weird thing to say. It sounds uncomfortable to me, personally. Whipped cream poured down her... You know why? Okay, this is why I don't like it. Because whipped cream is something that tastes good. It doesn't feel good. And now there's like a sensual, like physical reaction that Tookie's describing to something like being poured down her throat. Like right. a, like a deluge of cream down her throat. It's just, it's so... I just sent scary. you a picture that we need to put on our Instagram. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me look. Oh, no. Wow. So is this canon? It. I mean, yes. So the it photo has to is be. Tyra Banks' head back, like, throat bulging as she puts whipped cream down her throat. Down her throat. She yeah. is obsessed with it. I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, it's mentioned so often. Tookie is like a proxy for her, so the whipped cream is... Definitely a, like, self-insert situation. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it, it turns out she stopped by the Rachel Ray show. This is a a, a blog post from 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it says, random fact, she hates chocolate. We already knew that. And she has a disturbing love for whipped cream. Disturbing love is the right way to put it. <laughs> she says, I have a ritual. I squirt it in my mouth and I actually spit it out. Because when you spit it out, it, like, holds itself in a ball. And I sprinkle... <laughs> I sprinkle caramel on it and sit in front of the TV and it'll last for about five minutes before melting. (laughs) Wait. So does she eat it? (laughs) Um, wait. She, just go over this again with me. She puts, she squirts it. So she said squirt. She squirts it into her mouth and then she meets, she spits it up immediately. Yeah. and, And she says it holds itself in a ball and I sprinkle, 
Why doesn't she just, if it does that, so she sprinkles caramel on it and, and it's, and this is a quote on it and sit in front of the TV and it'll last for about five minutes before melting. I don't know if she sits there looking at it or if she eats it. I, I, what? This is crazy. I, I mean, for, I have to assume she just watches it because how else does she know that it lasts for five minutes? She's clearly not eating it. Tyra, please stop it. She's a very strange person. I mean, I love her for being a strange person. We're all strange in our own ways. Like, I'm sure someone watched me in my natural habitat. Like, I mean, I'm not on the fucking Rachel Ray show talking about this. And I'm certainly not putting these things into, like, the minds of my, like, teenaged characters. But... Ugh. Anyway, that's too much that information about Tyra's real life for me. Yeah. Um. Let's get back to the book. So... So she says the thing about whipped cream, and then finally, she's like, CL remembers, oh, these girls look like shit. Chucky's in her underwear. I gotta get you guys changed. Mm-hmm. And this, so, so, um, CL's like, let's go to the D. So they, uh, it says a group of seven hopefuls swish by them in a herd. And, and then it says, my centura, one contestant screamed into Chucky's face. <laughs> Why? Yeah, because all things have to happen to to Tookie. She's like, did you see that skank emerald with it? And Tookie's like, uh, I don't know. Oh, there's a line here where, like, so basically the girls are, like, the girls that are walking by are, like, talking about, like, how poorly they're about to do in this tournament. One of them tried to use her seduction power. Seduction, just so you guys know, is spelled S-E-D-U-K-S-H-E. E O N, and whenever I see that word, seduction. Like I I heard it's like disgusting. That's how I hear it. And uh, they're like, "Oh, and it went poorly." He said that I had stinky armpits, and then someone else is like, "I'm doomed too." Like the Belladonna said, I was edgy and strange, but in a bad way. So basically, the whole vibe of this is that like all the girls are like backstage getting ready, except they're all out in like the like quad. Right, and again, Tookie can hear all of their conversations. (laughs) Right. So then Zizi appears, our old friend Zizi, um, and like shows them these custom shoes she had made, and then Tookie's like, love them. And Tookie grabs Zizi's hands and is like, wow, you're finally competing. Are you excited? Zizi doesn't, like, mention, like, hey, Tookie, why are you in your fucking underwear or anything? Right. Um, like, hey, Tookie, I heard that there was a blackout and you escaped from model land. Nothing. nothing. Just. Just normal conversation. Just normal combo. So Zizi confesses she's scared. And when she sees CL, like, I don't know if you remember this from earlier chapters, but she's, like, she's, like, kind of obsessed with CL. So she keeps, like, kind of changing herself to look like her. So when she sees her, her hair literally transforms into what CL's hair usually looks like. Yeah, Auburn, which is also Tyra's famous hair color, by the way. And CL is like, be yourself. Um, there were some and... nice lines in this too. Like she says, like the real you is far more special than the you who tries to be me. And I was like, that's actually a good lesson. Yeah, but the line, people want an original, not a knockoff. I said, Facebook quote. <laughs> Wait, I also liked when ZZ pressed her hand to her breast. Do you really think so? <laughs> her breast. <laughs> yeah, like, not, not her chest. Not her, her breast. Not her chest. She's Just one like, titty. Got, yeah, cups one tit. <laughs> honk, honk. so so basically um cl is like really encouraging and like tookie has a moment of like thinking like wow cl's so nice ever since like she got it off her chest that like her friends died and she had to like 
car, like get them out with her bare hands or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing she's there's some sort of lesson we're supposed to be learning there, but right. It says it was like a huge weight had been lifted from her shoulders uh, after she had told them the story about her dead friends and in italics told them goodbye. And this prematurely is probably going to be my thorn because that's just not how trauma works at all. At it's all. not like you have closure once and then it, you're a different person and like you're healed suddenly right. trauma is also not what like cl being a bitch and like trying to kill teenagers and then that's being, not what yeah that's not how that works that's also not it so yeah so that happens they say bye to zz dylan's like smoke the competition girl and they make it to the d and they change into shimmering two-tone green leotard bodices with a deep v and a stiff floor length skirt with a long slit in the front and green thigh high boots very yeah. sexy wizard of oz very wicked <laughs> yes. notably they don't shower which is That only... was my next question. <laughs> it wasn't really yeah, Oh literally. god I hate when people don't shower No shower single tear emoji yeah. in my notes app um, oh please so these like filthy girls like you have to assume they're still covered in mud but now they're their like hair? disgusting ratted <laughs> like truly not looking good but now they're dressed in couture and they're on their way to the to the 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 stadium because remember there's a stadium sales like you four are seeing that ceremony if i have to teleportal your butt's inside. And we're like, yeah, duh, of course they have to be there because something very pivotal is about to happen like to these yeah, girls. And Seal's got to literally, again, walk Tookie to the plot because Tookie can't get there herself. So she's got an escort who happens to be the most famous supermodel in the world escorting her younger self to the stadium. This is... We expect this. Is this. So, this is so wild because like CL and Tookie are both Tyra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's super <laughs> crazy to me too, but... I get it, you know, Reverie, my first book, is about a young queer kid and their eccentric mentor, so who am I to to ridicule Tyra for a model that has worked for, oh my god, a model, um, whatever, <laughs> they, anyhow, they, this doesn't matter, what matters is they get to the stadium, the doors close, also, everything here looks, like, two-dimensional in my mind, like, they get to the store, stadium and the doors close, there's no scale, it's not like we walk up, like, the promenade to the stadium. There's not a vast entrance hall where the doors close. They walk up to the stadium doors and the doors close. That's like as much detail as we get, which... It's a stage play. It's a set. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're Once exactly... again. Yes. And then this confused the fuck out of me. Piper's like, wait, I hear something coming from behind the wall. And I think they mean what like... What wall? Yeah, they mean like the wall, like the wall made out of garbage, but they don't say that. Like... They're like, oh, no, the stadium. Because, like, if you're right in front of a vast stadium, the only wall is going to be the wall in front of you. But suddenly there's a wall that's, like, right next to them as well. And they hear something behind it. I don't know. This It's not yeah. the stadium, though. I've sort of put together that they're not, whatever. They're, there's something, there's a wall. They're also near a wall. wall <laughs> there's a wall time. as well, yeah. So Piper hears a noise. And if you remember just last week, I think... Hearing something is, like, a mechanism that Tyra uses way too often to discover something that's supposed to be shocking or, like, a twist. Yeah. They hear a noise, and then suddenly it comes to them. They don't even ever investigate anything. Like, that's how little agency these characters all have. Yeah. They're in, like, a, they're in like a haunted funhouse. Like, they're basically in on, like, a 
track and things like jump out at them and they go booga booga booga. Yeah, they're at Playland in Hong <laughs> which is where I had my first kiss. Just really? a piece of Clara Clarabelle trivia. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was like in seventh grade. So they see a sooty skeletal groping hand. <laughs> Everyone jumps and sc- screams and jumps away. But nobody yeah. runs away. Nobody yeah. is like getting a weapon or like running for help. They just stand there screaming, watching this thing slowly climb over the wall. Yeah. Piper immediately assumes it's a like gizzard. Um, so like I think we're supposed to believe this is Hunchy because the yeah. last we saw of the crew, it sounded like they all got like blown up. Blown up by fireballs, right? Right. Um so then Tookie notices a doll tucked under the monster's arm and realizes it's creamy. <sighs> Tookie says, creamy, and passes out. And that's the end of the chapter. A pass uh, out end. Uh, Whoa. So, wow, guys. I don't know if you saw this coming, but creamy survived. <laughs> I, I was very obvious. How many times is Tookie going to faint? Honestly, like, well, she's, yeah. I mean, I think the second she passed out, I was like, oh, it's because Tyra needs her unconscious so that she can like wake up in like the Belladonna's lair or something like that. Like, yeah. Or just have her wake up again. Because like, that is like, I, I, I need to do this before we finish the season. I need to tally, go through and yeah. see how many times, how many chapters begins with Tookie waking up or opening her eyes from like fainting or being right. asleep or something. All right, uh, let's do Rose and a Thorn, I guess. Yeah, okay. So short chapter, not much happens, but we've got some doozies coming up. So we'll we'll, we'll end the episode here and do our Rose and Thorn. I guess my... I like the mental memories only. I thought that that was really funny. And then the other thing that I thought was really good was CL saying to ZZ that, like, you've got to be used, like, stop emulating me, like... The real you is far more special than the you who tries to be me. And I'm like, okay. In the world where Tyra is this, like, huge figure in modeling and in the imagination of, like, you know, young teens that look look up to her, which I don't think has ever been the case. But in the world of, like, Tyra's imagination where, like, she thinks that she's that. Like, I do... Well, you know what? And actually, she probably was for a time. I think especially for... Like, you know, defining, like, black beauty and all of those things. I get that Tyra probably actually was that to a lot of people. Maybe still is to many people. Like, I kind of do love the intervention from a mentor being like, no, you gotta be you. And, like, that's always gonna be so much better and authentic than you trying to be me or anybody else. So I I can appreciate that as as a rose. My thorn is probably just the way that, like, CL suddenly changes personas based upon admitting that she like killed her friends and then like unearthed their dead bodies like and suddenly she's like I feel so much better and like now she's like back to like helpful CL like that's just it annoys me when like even in like YA people are like phew that felt good to get off my chest and suddenly they're transformed they're like reformed by admitting to things like this because that's not that's not how like secrecy works and it's not how like healing works and no, it's all. a weird precedent to sort of set up for kids but I don't know it's sort of they're both kind of minor what about you um my rose is their outfit that they change into that's a, it's a cool outfit 
because this is model land and we have hardly gotten any looks from like the lesbian pouch girls yeah. like we really haven't gotten to see them dressed up and like even when we do know that they're dressed up i really wish that Chucky had given each girl a moment to shine and like what they looked like in these outfits because they're all very differently like shaped and stuff mm-hmm. um that would have been cute but I appreciate the the, the the beautiful outfit nonetheless. Yeah. And then my thorn is the end of this, not only because Tookie passes out, but also because we're supposed to believe that she's changed and gotten better this entire time. And like, I would have bought if she got momentarily nervous by seeing Creamy, but I really wish that she had been like, hello, mother, or something like confidently. Like, Tookie has changed. Like, she's immediately transported back to chapter one Tookie where she's stammering Mm -hmm. and I understand that like Creamy for all intents and purposes is an abusive parent and Tyra I mean Tookie I'm sorry is triggered by her and I understand that but I would have liked to see some of the things that she supposedly learned in this school be put into effect right in the moment where it's like her biggest foe and like pretty arguably like the biggest villain of the book so far Mm -hmm. like hands down has been creamy she's been Mm -hmm. consistently awful literally killing children like not just a a fake killing children like sale but like (laughs) has actually sent children to their death right also her daughter could be the prettiest one in a group of like weirdos so it was just disappointing that like she stammered and like passed out immediately and didn't even have a moment of like reckoning with what she was seeing and we don't get it really in the next chapter either because i read it and it's just frustrating so you're right now was the moment to have that conversation or show some sort of development something just like a little something yeah but no even if she once creamy pushed back even if she went back to her old self after she at least tried the first time that would have felt a little bit more realistic i would have been okay with that and like have her internalize that and think about it like shit like even after everything i've learned i'm still letting creamy control my emotions i have to find a way to stand up to her you know yeah yeah um but yeah you know yeah her watching herself not do these things would have been fine too right like her being like i'm right back where i started and stammering again like i'm so disappointed like but there's no acknowledgement she just passes out because once again Tookie sort of opts out of the hard work of introspection by leaving the scene gone yeah so yeah no i agree but we've got another chapter ahead of us where we'll um discover even more secrets of model land so you'll all have to tune in next week to find out exactly what is about to happen now that we've had a joyful reunion between Chucky, de la creme creamy and we assume bellissima bellissima <laughs> oh my god yeah and bellissima but yeah Thank you for listening, Hawk Queens. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, we're at Bad Author Pod. On Instagram, we are Bad Author Book Club. All of our episodes are up on Anchor.fm, Bad Author Book Club. You can also listen to us anywhere that you stream, so that's Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to follow me, Ryan, my Insta, Twitter, and TikTok is the Ryan LaSala. Please pre-order the honeys. It's out August 16th. That's two months from... Uh, today, the day that we're recording, or yesterday, the day that this episode's going to be published. So it's really time to get those pre-orders in. So yeah, do help, it. Help Come a hot on, queen help. out. Pre-order the honeys. 
Yeah, how are we supposed to buy whipped cream? Um, <laughs> if you if you want to follow me, Clarabelle, I'm at Clarabelle underscore Ortega on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And that's it, I your, think. And your website um, is? ClarabelleOrtega.com. Please go buy Witchlings. I need more booty shorts. Yes. Oh, love you. Well, we love you, hot <laughs> queens. We'll see you Bye. soon. See you next get get me the whipped cream. Fetch me the whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs>